gentlemen this is another episode of below the deck on fxbgpublicradio.com i'm nick as always your host today's tuesday may 14th uh we're not going to talk about game of thrones we're not going to talk about uh avengers being number one again i guess but what we are going to talk about is we got special guests in the building tonight actor singer author screenplay writer photographer mr robert grant how you doing mr robert grant I'm blessed. How you doing? I'm doing great. And Robert Grant, for those of you guys that don't know, he's another one of the um, EM managers. Shout out JT from um, Enterprise Management. He's been sending me these great uh, Enterprise Management artists to do interviews up here because uh, for those who don't know, Robert Grant is from North Carolina too, correct? Correct. I'm from Charlotte. From Charlotte. So that's the Charlotte family. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of fam down there. And uh, people who don't know you, I know you're working on new screenplay and things um, that we want to get into, but yeah. mm-hmm. um, do you want to give people your background, I guess, for those who don't know you um, up here? Because you do a few other things besides just um, this screenplay that you have coming out in September. Right. Um, basically, I'm, I'm author, um, singer, songwriter, um um i graphic designer um photographer pretty much got my hands on a lot of things that i try to do myself where um you know for a lot of years i, I you know I was from over 20 years i was an it guy so uh-huh. i was in the computer field for a lot of years and then i just got kind of burnt out from that i just started just venturing out in other things but as far as music or anything else i've pretty much been around that my whole life so because you, you also do, um, you got into, did you get into this through your church? Because it says that I, I think, um, get into the entertainment side. Of things. I know you do some inspirational speaking mm-hmm. also and some praise right. leadership and things like that. And I just have right. some of the research that I have, you just said that it started like back in um, when you moved to Los Angeles. Back Correct. in the day, and you had a, a pastor. So I was just wondering, was that like, did you learn like in the church scene where you were like, hey, I kind of want to like do the singing and and do some more composing and kind of like, because you know churches have the acting mm-hmm. also where you got to do the spring plays and you have to do, you know, they have choir and all sorts of entertainment aspects that that you really don't think about sometimes when you just think about church. Yeah, um, for me, I started out at a young age singing in um, choirs at, um, like I said, a young age. Then I end up moving to um, Los Angeles after, um, well, to L.A. I moved there, and I got involved with a church there called Church of the Harvest with Bishop Clarence McClendon, and I learned worship. So a lot of things started when I began to do as a worship leader. Mm-hmm. So when acting came around, that came about because I could sing. So a lot of roles you get, they want people that can sing. So I kind of fell into that. I really didn't go out to look for acting. You know, that was more my brother. You know, that's things that he loves to do. Um, I kind of just fell into it, and God has blessed me since then. But um, I really am into writing. I love the writing part of it. I never thought I would want to write, because even in high school, I hated English. So I'm like, kind of, where am I going to be a writer? <laughs> right. So, and, and and just the gift that God gave me, you know, just I can sit down and 
and writing came about when um, during the loss of my grandmother. That was a form of healing for me. Right. So um, when she passed away, you know, that was really rough for me. It was a, actually a rough two years. Right. And um, I remember one day, God just told me, just have a seat, sit down. And I wrote a book out of it from it. So, and since that day, I've been writing every since. And uh, what kind of book was that? An inspirational or a biography? Or... No, 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 no. It was pretty much um, almost my life mm. um, embellished a little bit. I had some other things added into it. Um, great book. The book was called Dream um, by Robert Grant. And um, I got a lot of feedback from it. Um, I'm looking into trying to get a script book for it now to, to have it Turn into a movie. So that's what I'm, that's my project I'm working on right now. Oh, awesome, awesome! And then also it says mm -hmm. you do um, playwrights, which was something I wanted to ask you about, but I feel like you kind of sure. mm -hmm. you kind of explained the question that I have for you in in one of your last answers because you said you got into acting because of singing, and right. I was wondering, I was like, how do you get in the mindset of writing scripting like act, acting plays that have that, but that is that makes way more sense because you're into the acting singing, which is literally what plays are. So, you know, you writing for something of a character that you really kind of conform with what makes you like to do. It makes sense to me now more than, cause I was like, it's a random, it's very random to it's writing movie scripts is one thing and writing books, but writing actually like a screen or a play for stage production is, is totally different. Yeah, it, it's totally different, and it's, I think it's really different for me because running plays is just another platform for me. Uh, look, I, I love people, so I'm a people person, and I'm always about helping people, whether it's through songs, through message, whatever the case may be. I think my biggest gift from God is that I love people, and I love, love to help people in any shape, form, or fashion. And I realize that there's a lot of message out here that um, people are dealing with, there's different challenges that they deal with every day. And I seem to get where God puts me in a place where I see that and I write about it. And my per my goal is for that when people see the show, that it provokes thought. It provokes something in them to say, hey, that's me. I need to check that or I need to do this or whatever. And even during those plays, I never want to do anything where at the end of it, the beginning is the message. But at the end of it, I wanted to have resources where people can get help. Because there's a lot of things that people are going through out here that they don't know that there's resources for them. Right. So when there's when people are taking their lives or they're being bullied or whatever the case may be, there are resources for you. And a lot of people just don't know that. I feel that So this platform so this platform is what um, God gives me to use to help with that. I feel like that's that's really that's that's really well put that way and also very mm -hmm. crazy because I've had a couple other people up here that um that do the plays and then I've talked to I have a, a actress a kid actress that works with us and she's been this is what they've been doing and like they go to like mm -hmm. the plays but they have these messages in them and I was that's really it's really cool to see that even in different places because they they're from up this way up north and then a few of the people right. that i talked to were down your way in the carolinas and but i feel like all the the people that are writing you know you guys that are writing the uh the authors are really writing around these kind of messages now to have a live scene of that which is kind of something that's 
harder to put on, I think, on a movie screen because mm-hmm. sales go into, you know, marketing and sales go into that so heavily because of the amount of money that's put into production. But I feel like, you know, you guys can get the message out of that. I think it's really cool, though, that that's where the directors for live screenplays have been going right now. And I feel like it's a lot more than, you know, maybe it's just this area. But I feel like that's a lot. There's been a lot of positive messages about the bullying. They had the suicidal Mm -hmm. awareness. They did the... There was one random one, too, that I could... I I was like, I can't even believe that they're talking about this. Um, Right. But it's it's really cool, and it's it's also cool to how you can get actual people involved, because doing right. doing that, the live screenplays, you can you can audition right. just actual people. Yeah, exactly. You can you can bring in people that, um, but like I said, my biggest part of it is um, I just want to make sure there's you know, and I, and I hope that everybody does that that we we um, we have resources for them because. A lot of times you have people that do a show. I've been in the shows where I've seen people touched by it, thoughts provoked by it. But then the next question out of their mouth is, well, what do I do next? Where do I go from here? Right. And a lot of times they don't know. And so I, when I go into a community, the first thing I do, the building or whatever, I'm asking people, okay, how can I get in touch with specific research um, resources? I'll research it myself. I don't ask anybody to do anything I'm not willing to do myself. So I spend a lot of time researching things because um, it is not about the money for me. It's really about the people. And I want I, I want to leave something um, that's being said that, you know, Robert Grant, boy, he he, <laughs> he did it. He loved the people. Yeah. So, and that's, that's my thing. People, you know, and everybody has their different way and a different form of about the people. Yes. But, for me, this is my way. Um, others, and I know there's others out there, and I and I applaud them because I never, ever, ever, ever want us to be in competition because right. there's enough for everybody to help everybody. It's almost like you go into a community and you all come together and you help that community. Oh, one hundred percent. We don't. Ha- you don't have to be in competition. You just no. don't. I love, um, I will say, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I do, I bring out the help people in the things mm-hmm. at shows and we, we celebrate the charities and we, you know, we do the specific things for them, but I'm not going to lie. I don't research all the stuff, but you know, if they want to come out and so I'll support it and let you come out and do, mm-hmm. you know, you could talk to the professionals about it because that's part of my thing too, is that with being in the entertainment field, I could put on a show about some sort of disease, you know, and even a raise awareness for cancer, things like that. Like, I don't, I don't know about that. I know about running shows. I'm not the person you should be talking to, but this doctor here, she knows all about it. And these cancer survivors, they know about it and they're here. So you should talk to them about it. But I, you know, I have general knowledge about it, but I can, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to be like, oh, if you need help with this, some topics where you're like, I, I make music for a living and, you know, host shows. I I couldn't tell you about medical conditions and things like that. Right. Well, neither, well, neither can I. And that's where it falls into me researching the programs that are in that area. Right. In that community. Because there's a lot of people living in that community. You got... And, and what people don't understand, what the play that I have coming up right now, it deals with parents whose child are being abused. And that is, are what you talking people, about what people don't? What people don't understand is that those parents they need counseling because this is a different thing for them to find out 
that their daughter or their son is being abused right or bullied let's just say a bully that's being bullied at school because a lot of parents don't know the signs of their child being bullied at school right no that's so true and they won't say it either that. so so what i do is i record i you know i research that community i i do it myself i don't ask anybody to do it i do it myself and i want to get the community involved and say hey I would love for you to partner with us, put your table in here, allow, you know, allow people to come and talk to you. Mm-hmm. Let them know that you're here. I, I just want them to know that you're there. Right. No, that makes sense. I mean, that's a big thing for yeah. just people knowing that there that there is an outlet and a, and a whole thing and it's not weird. And you, yes, were you talking about yes, uh, the stage play Beautiful that you have coming out, right? Yes, sir. And that's mm-hmm. September 21st. Uh, is that, that's the opening date? Yes, sir. That's September the 21st at 7 o'clock p.m. Um, op- doors open at 6. It will be a red carpet as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that, you know, we get a lot of people to come out and, and hear this story because I see this story going not just in one place, but I, I believe that it's going to go global because I'm seeing what um, what women are going through and I also see what men are going through. So it's it's, it's just something that I'm dealing with that, you know, I just want to. I just want to help. I just want to help in the best form I can. Right. Whatever platform God gives me, that's the platform I want to use to help. Because the one thing we've I've come to understand that that the world is made up about seven seven platforms. Essentially, you got the, you got political, you got entertainment, you got um, social, you got media, you got all these different platforms that you can use. All you got to do is find out where you fit. Whether you're a politician, if it's political, find out how you can create a platform in that political arena to help others. That's all you have to do. And and I think, you know, this world will be better off for it, especially our community. Well, some people would disagree on there because some of the people think that some of these things should be separated because that's what kind of the problem is with trying to have your personal opinion in like a politician mm-hmm. like that's what they're going through now with the with the abortion laws and things and we're not going to get into right. politics like that but like people are right. upset that people that have serious jobs like that are even like oh they get to have their opinion put in and in my personal opinion I don't think that people should take entertainers opinions at more seriously than like your parents where you're like oh I heard so and so say something and you're like they get fired and you're like, it right. was for making a joke. And then you're like, these people mm-hmm. where you see like some of the other people are putting like real policies in effect based off of personal issues. And you're like, how is this like, you know, I'm like, I think that that's kind of backwards on, on that. So that's, I get what you're saying with wanting to help, but mm-hmm. I don't think politicians should be too involved with like outside of politics. Like that's your specialty. Like entertainers, well, I think we should be entertainers, mm-hmm. but like stay in your lane, you know? But that's just like telling, and see, that's where, that's like telling LeBron to shut up and dribble the ball. You see what happened with that, right? Well, no, it's like you, letting, you letting an entertainer be it's president. Like, it's like everybody should have work. a voice. You, you know, um, for example, I admire what that, that young man did. You know, you go out and you build a school in your community. When yeah. everybody wants to say, just shut up and dribble a ball. Well, no, that's not him. But he's not. He's not saying I'm building this school for specific like religious reasons. This is a Catholic school, or this is. Well, a... we're not. We're not. Okay, but that's where we're not making it about religion, though. That's where we have to really be careful. It's not where you have to beat people up with religion. 
right. what you're doing is you're just trying to affect your community in a positive way. Mm. Everybody, there's a whole lot of people who are not um, pastors or whatever that affect their communities and you just don't know about it. Right. No, I was just talking about politicians mm. in general when you said that they should, you right. know, I was like, well, some people don't agree that, you know, like you, like, not like shut up and dribble, like stay in your lane that way. It's like, you know, like even like we're saying, like like entertainers uh-huh. that are getting into politics. Arnold Schwarzenegger being the governor of California. You like? Are you? Do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger is qualified to be a governor? I don't know what the job entitles because I've never researched it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, like, do you think that? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Where you're like, I love to see him in movies, but like, mm-hmm. is he making? Is he making policies and like things for like? Right. For actual things well, that matter, where I was like, you know what I mean, where you're like, don't get too. But on the other hand, though, you got Kim Kardashian getting prison reform stuff done, and people don't think she has any entertainment in her at all. She's just popular, okay. I guess. Right, but that you know, and that's and that's fine. Everybody does things in their own way, their own situation. Here, here's what I say to that. Times have changed so much that everything is social media now. Yeah. You either going to see the negative or you're going to see the good. Right. You see more of the negative more than you see the good. 100%. And you see the you see the negative because it's ratings. It's what people would drive to, especially what we call the um, the millennials or younger generation. This is all they see. Right. So if I don't if I don't attempt to show them something differently, then their then their children are in trouble. Mm-hmm. So whether whether my one percent makes a, a, a you know an effect or not, I'm going to try my best to do that. No, I think because... what you're doing does make an effect, mm-hmm. and we and that's what I think is a big thing with with right. a lot of reasons why independent artists are kind of independent, and you know we've kind of mm-hmm. faded away from the mainstream of being so far out there as just like this is a show, and you're like, nah, these are real people. And you're like, we want, we want to do stuff. Like, that's one of the things I do here. And this is, you know, and they speak for it here at the radio station, the guys that mm-hmm. run it. Like, they, like, this is our city. We love to do stuff here. It may not be the biggest market, but, like, this is our market. So, we, right, you know, right, we're like, right. this, is a, this is an opportunity for us to give other people opportunities out here to do, you know, fun stuff. And, you know, they provide it over here. And they stay here. You know, they've been here for a long time. I've been here for a long time doing, like, random stuff and just – trying to build right. our own market kind of and i think a lot of independent artists have kind of gone that way because of how politically correct everything has been to like do this or don't do that or say this you can't do actually what you want to do and when, when you know once you get to a certain level where you're like oh i thought i was going to be in control once i got here i was going to be able to help and they're like no just do this so you know stay in your lane you people like you because of this people don't like you because of your you know your views on whatever it is that you're trying to help with right so i think that's why a lot of people have gone independent also where it's like you know the game was kind of like just you know be a be an actor where you're acting kind of you know just be on the be be the character that you're supposed to play and the real you is kind of like just don't don't show people that and now it's starting to change with the social media where everybody has a view. But that's what I was saying. Like, you see, people are getting fired about that. You're, like, you're making people make jokes and get fired. And you're like, wow, that's crazy how, how okay, influential making, the social but media but, is. But you're seeing, but you're seeing the, the negative part of it, which is, okay, they're making a joke. 
but it's but to them you know it's it's like well i'm it's saying like, um, oh, go ahead i'm sorry no nah, something just fell off the table i was saying like with kevin hart where they brought up something they somebody dug up something he said years ago as a joke and then that's affecting his actual career where he didn't want to host that award show, which would be a big deal for any actor because based off of, like, you want to win the awards, getting to host the awards is even a bigger honor. And he had a, he turned it down based off of people like, like you said, I, I mean, I feel like it's the younger generation. You're like, wow, back in the day he said this and this isn't funny now. And you're like, but I feel oh, like... But it's not. It was it's a really joke. Not that way. It wasn't know? in a malice I way. More, I, I think it's more so where, where people are trying to make a name for themselves by using somebody else's name. Right. That's the world that we're we're living in now. Because you can go even with dealing with different playwrights. If, if you know, I've seen them where or actors or actresses who are trying to get a certain part, they will throw shade on you quickly. Oh yes. Music entertainment is is. I tell people all the time. This ain't no easy thing. No, it's a game. It, it it will it will tear you apart if you're not strong enough in your head to right. deal with it. Because I talk to people all the time. They, you know, they, they you know I have people asking, "Do you want? Can you mention me? Can you do this?" And I said, "Look, the first thing you got to understand is how to let things go, because right. everybody's not gonna like what you do. But that doesn't mean you have to change who you are as a person." Because if you can't stand up for who you are and love who you are, then you're going to get tossed and thrown everywhere. You'll never be successful. You will right. never be the man or woman that God calls you to be because you're too busy allowing what people say, what people do. It's like my mother used to tell me, my grandmother used to always say this. She said, Robert, you ain't always got to defend yourself. Right. Not because once you start defending yourself, then you got problems. That's but what I was telling people. sit back and say, the truth to come out, just sit back. Just be quiet. The truth to come out. Yeah, it's just let you do you. If you're going to do something else, then go do it. If it was meant to be, then we'll do it. If it wasn't, it wasn't. But that's, it's a big thing. That's what I tell people. It's the, it's the Jedi mm -hmm. mind trick. It's the worst Jedi mind trick is because you can work for years and years, though, to build a reputation for yourself. And somebody else trying to get ahead could say something about you or find something in in exactly. one second. One second, eight years of work gets thrown down the drain, and you got to start like, there's, nah, no one's hiring you, no, because mm -hmm. you did yeah. something stupid years ago, and you're like, what? Like I wasn't even in the same person. You know what I mean? You know how much people grow in in just short time, in that amount of time, when you're like. What was, you know, what were people thinking? And then also you got to think about the mindsets of like, especially when people go back because tensions have risen up again too with like the race stuff and the politics stuff. But there was a time and like for a little bit there in the 2000s and the late night where like nobody was really even like talking about it anymore. They were just like, everybody was just kind of vibing for a minute. And then like it came back like heavy, heavy. But there was a minute where I felt like everybody was chilling and it wasn't like... Every day somebody was getting killed. Every day, you know, people thought that everybody was racist. Everything didn't have to do with, you know, everybody. It's just somebody being just not equal or feeling this way. And, like, I'm like, there was, like, a four-year period where, like, that's just, that didn't happen. It was Chappelle show period. Because if you ever watched that, everybody thought that show was funny. <laughs> right. But that's why it was funny at that time. If you went back and judged Dave Chappelle off of the jokes that he made in 2003 and 2004 about racist jokes, like 
people would not think that's funny now because of how much the tensions have risen in that amount of time where you're like, then it was funny. Everybody thought it was funny. You know, it was on mainstream well, television. So it was like, oh, how everyone's well, truth, laughing. Go ahead. Yeah, well, the truth is, well, the truth is, you know, and, and you know, it's not funny, but I, I tell people all the time, life happens. You can be here one day and down here the next. Right. It's just life. It can happen to anybody at any time. It just can. 100. But I also, and I also real about the situation where, you know, and I and I and I try to stay out of prejudice thing. I try to stay out of it. The talk about it, the whole nine. But I do understand that they'll only let you get so far, right. and then they're going to look to attack your character. Right. You brought up. Um, you brought up. Um, what's his name with the Oscars? Kevin Hart. Okay. When you Kevin Hart, all of a sudden. Kevin Hart has been put on a platform where, okay. He's biggest. He's the biggest one right now. On the, the biggest, biggest thing, comedian And then all, out. Of a sudden, all of a sudden, they're going back looking at your past right. um, tweets or your past whatever. Yeah, 2009. Somebody is try, because somebody is trying to make a name off of his name. Because whoever wrote that, the article, whoever researched it, right. TMZ, whatever you want to call it. Why do you think TMZ is such big money? Oh, I watch it every day just to see what those scumbags uh, are doing. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't watch it because I don't want to see people's lives ruined like that. Because well, I, those, I don't, a lot of those people, a lot of those people is is past. That's their past. Those are things they've done in the past. Well, and here's, for me to sit there and be judging it, like, look, I've had my own mess in the past. Right. I think um, so, I also do. But here's the thing: TMZ gets a bad rap for that because most of their stuff is not actually just bashing people it's just random them asking people random questions but they are the ones who mm -hmm. do come out with those videos when they do get them they do put them out and that's the thing but their show comes on every day and it's just like random knowledge for yeah, like you know we run i run to watch that's their business that's their money. pop culture i just don't, I just don't watch i'm it. not going to learn I about kim kardashian in my daily life without watching uh <laughs> 10 you know what i mean hey what's kim kardashian doing i don't know but if you ask me to make a joke on on our on our joke show oh, on Friday, God. I bet you I got a joke, a recent joke about Kim Kardashian because I knew, I know what she's doing. <laughs> but it's just like research to me, where you're like you got to keep up on pop culture because I'm not going to read every story. I'm not going on Facebook. Well, that's your job. Yeah, See, that's your job. It's part of this it just to know. That's just, your job. Yeah, but just that's to not mine. Know. So yeah. I ain't gotta do that. Nah, it's I just like, want to know. I have general knowledge of it. You know what I mean? I'm not like <laughs> I don't care. But like, if you were like, what it was, I couldn't tell you right this second because I don't know that didn't come on this this week. But I could tell you some others. I don't know. I was. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch that shit today. But I'll be watching it. I'll be watching it usually during the week. That and I keep up with the. Um, with the Hot 97, there's a radio show in New York. I'm not sure if you're familiar with those guys, but they've been around for like 20 years, and they always have the best knowledge about just what's going on in hip-hop, old school, new school. Well, not as much new school, but they, they'll tell you if somebody else is talking about it. So it's always positive, you know what I mean? If you don't follow the new school mm -hmm. music, it's always good to know what the, uh, what the heck is that guy, the purple hair guy. It's always good to know what they're doing. Somebody brings it up. You know what I mean? You got to be able to make the jokes and stuff. But on on your level, you do the stage writing and the plays. What do you think, though, out of everything you do, what do you think is your favorite? You said that writing, writing books or plays, or do, have you, are you um, now? I love it. I love it. Um, I just love writing now. Let I mean, me, I grew up, um, 
like I said, I hated English in school. I didn't want nothing to do with writing. Right. And like I said, writing was birthed in me when, with, when my grandmother passed a few years ago. And then when I just lost my son, it, it just started writing even more because it gave me something to do. So now I'm at a place where every day I'm writing. I'm writing something, whether it's a, something knowledgeable, something that I can pass on on Facebook, or I'm just always writing. Um, I'm working on a... Um, can I ask you a um, question? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, because you said that you're working on um, writing one of your plays into a screen production. Correct. Have you already started doing that? Um, I've started, but well, that's um, what I, I wanted to ask. You. Yet. What it's do you just think? Something I just I've just started. That's why I wanted to ask you. What do you think the challenges are for making a a a um a stage play into a screenplay. Do you do you find well, it, it's challenging that you have to add more, or do you have to take away, or what do you? How do you feel like to be, the to difference? To be honest is? with you, to be honest, this is my first go around with this. Uh-huh. I have no idea what I'm getting into as far as screenwriting <laughs> because it's coming from a book. Uh-huh. But but here's the good thing about it though. Uh, it already has context. Ma- the the great thing about this is I have Ian management. They point me in the right direction of the people I need to talk to in order to make this happen. Right. I, I make it a point to surround myself with nothing but good people. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with negativity. I don't deal with um, anything less than good people. Because um, the CEO, Tony um, uh, Nicole, she has been nothing but. I love HR. Tony. Shout out JT, Tony. Shout out JT. Um, some of these other guys. They, I mean, Big they Woo. Have been just, I'm sorry. I said Big Woo. Sorry, I have I do big, um, yeah, exactly. JT has um, a guest. Well, I have an EM usually on for the last probably like ten shows. I've mm-hmm. had a, a, a Enterprise yeah. Management guys. Make sure you check that out. Enterprise Management. That's who he's talking about. Tony Nicole um, and right. JT um, Big Woo. All those guys over there. Check out Big Woo Radio too. All those guys out there. They set up these interviews with me with these great. Um, they're great artists out here. So make sure you guys look right. up those guys. So- and, we got Robert yeah, Grant. Just great people. Just just great people. And yeah. they go beyond, they have gone beyond um, setting up radio interviews and things like that. They have pointed me in the direction of people that I can talk to who have done some things as far as script writing. Yeah. And I can call that person or message them and they'll call me right back and say, hey, look, Rob, this is how you do it. Um, this is what you do. Um, whatever I can do to help you, I'll help you. So I, I give shout out to them. They have really been a blessing to me. Um, I've known them for a minute. And um, I was kind of, <laughs> they should tell you, uh, I was kind of hesitant about even, you know, I've known it, but, you know, kind of just stay back and praying about things, whatever. But they have been nothing but a true blessing. Oh, they came uh, encouraging. out. Um, JT, I mean, <laughs> those are my people. Those are they my came people. out in killer mode this year. I don't know. I don't know when they picked it up because I met JT a couple of years ago. At the mm-hmm. Queen City Awards in Charlotte. Um, shout out Connected Magazine. Um, you guys check out Connected with the K. Right. Um, over there, they do the Queen City Awards every year. But I'm the Virginia representative of Connected Magazine. And I go down uh-huh. every year. And I just happen to meet them, I think, two years ago. And then we just I think we might have ran into each other this year or something. I don't know. Or maybe, I don't know. We just see each other. He was just like, yo, let's start cross-promoting on these shows. And then... I kid you not, man. The last like eleven have all been EM, EM management group um, or EM enterprise management. Sorry. 
Enterprise Management. Right. I don't think it's called the Enterprise Management Group, which is the only reason I said that. But no, Enterprise yeah, Management. Enterprise Management. But I, I do the same thing, the EM Group. Or yeah. The EM fam. You yeah. know, I, I do the same thing. Just add something to you. It makes it sound cool. Yeah. You, you, everybody you know, knows. Too, so. But it's an Enterprise <laughs> Management. And then I forgot, too, because we haven't even got to this. and We're, we're almost halfway through. We're a little bit more. Uh, Robert Grant, when they want to check out your stuff, where can people check you out? Are you on the Instagram or on social media or something? Yeah, I'm on Instagram as Robert Grant for real. I'm on um, Facebook as Robert Grant. Um, you can find me there. Um, right now, I'm working on um, putting up a new website and things of that nature, so I don't have that plugged in yet. But you can always find me in those two places. Or you can contact Enterprise Management. Enterprise Management. And yeah, everybody over there, you guys know those guys um, from over there. We'll put the link up on our – I'll put the link up on there later on so we can get to that because we got some other stuff um also you have you have written a book that you had out right you, i mean i know you said the, right. the first called, one that's that's dream dream that's dream was the book mm -hmm. and they is this on amazon or somewhere that they can find this book um, dream? yes it's on amazon barnes and noble and um amazon barnes and noble and ooh. Um, Amazon Barnes and Noble. It's the third one. There's another one, but they right now. they search Robert Grant to find that on on this. Yes, you can do that. So if you're going to Amazon, called, Robert Grant, the book called Dream is by Robert Grant, mm -hmm. and you guys look that up on Amazon and all of the places that you guys pick up your favorite books at are the three right. platforms exactly. that's on. So. They know where to get it from, man. They they got their own platforms, man. You know, <laughs> they ain't paying. Amazon's not paying me either, so I don't know. Get it from get it from Yahoo or YouTube or something. Wherever you can get exactly. it, at. get it from all of them. You know, and shout out all of those companies if you guys do want me. You know, I'm 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 free. So. <laughs> but uh, so um so with this um, new play coming out, um, beautiful. Um, have you guys already started? Obviously, this is coming out September, so you've already started rehearsing. And thanks for this. No, we haven't started. We no? haven't started rehearsals yet. Wow. Um, right now, we've just been in the process of just nailing body, getting everybody in their positions and in their place. I'm working on the schedule now, so because I want it to be comfortable for everybody. Because we have people, um, we have like Kimberly Newsom, she's coming out of Atlanta. I have Julie Logan, who's coming out of Charlotte. I have. Um, Tony Grant is coming out of Los Angeles. I have, you know, so I got people that's coming from all walks of life. So, well, not all walks of life, but different areas. Different areas. So, so I'm getting it to where everybody's comfortable um, because um, I don't want people stressing. I don't want people. Um, we'll do rehearsals um, starting next month. That's my plan questions. to start next month. I have two questions now because I have I have one sure. question that I already had, but now that you just said it, is is Tony Grant obviously is related to you. That's my brother. That's your brother. Do you guys um, work together on on any yes. other projects before? Um, no, actually, this is going to be well. Other than singing, um, this will be our first project together. Um, first two projects, actually, we got two projects coming. Because it says you you own you're the CEO of Grant Vision Entertainment, right? And he has his own thing. Oh, well. so that's but why I was coming. wondering. I was like, maybe they're brothers yeah, in the business. Has, but we're brothers. He has his own thing as well, Trey Face. So um, we're just coming together and make some things happen. Yeah, that's cool. I just didn't know if it was like a, you know what I mean? Because that's that was going to be another question too. Like, because running a company with your brother would be wild. <laughs> 
But um, mm-hmm. here's another thing with with putting together the live performances and and things with the live play. How many? Um, how big is your cast to put together something my, like this? Um, right now, my cast is uh, I think are like 14 or 15 people. I have to double check, but I think it's the most is 15 people right now. So it's a small cast where I've been a part of cast when it's 25 or more. But this one is only 15. Um, but it's um, some very powerful actors and actresses. I'm, I mean, I'm excited about it just because of the people I have involved. Mm. So um, I'm excited for them as well because that my thing is I don't want to be the only one prospering. I, I want everybody to prosper. I want everybody that's a part of this to prosper. Um, get extra, get more gigs, get whatever it is that they, they, they you know, that they're desiring from their hearts to get. Right. I want them to get it. So I don't make this about me. I, I just don't. No, man, you you wrote you write the play, right? Yes, sir. I do write, you write the I've scripts written, also, or do you just write yes, the sir. things and then you work with? No, no you I, write the whole thing. Nope. I write every I write everything myself. Wow. So how how long do you think the play is going to be at time wise? When it's full, like the um, production from like on on your on the play will won't start over, at six. It won't you, go over an hour. It will not go over ninety minutes. So an hour and a half, probably. Correct. That's a lot of dialogue. Do you have a break for like scene one and scene two? No, you keep it. You know, You're how doing... you do it? Okay, for my particular set, for, uh, do it this way. I have a um, two room set on stage, uh-huh. so you go from one scene. One side is set to the next side. Right, right. So it's almost like no, there's no pause, to, you know, because you're killing your time. Right. So, um, but no, it, it, it'll go, it'll go, um, direct, the director will make sure that goes co- correctly. So I'm not worried. Are you um, acting in the play also? Yes, sir. Oh, so you're in, uh, so you're not directing it. You wrote it and no, you have someone else no, directing. No. No, everybody's like, you need to direct this. I'm like, no, no, no. Wow. I want somebody to know what they're doing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I want somebody to know I what they're doing. I figured you would know that. I mean, so you gave him the, how long did it take you to find someone that you thought saw your vision the way that you agreed with it? Or did you already know somebody that you partner with? I know so many people, and I know so many people that have already asked to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just talking with them right now, and um, I'll, I'll nail it down before the month is out. So it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not worrying about it because, like I said, I, I, I don't. I'm, I surround myself with good people. So yeah. Oh no, it definitely will get done. It's just yeah. you know, whenever you're trying to explain to someone else what you see before you, you know it's before it's like you're like I right. wrote it out, but this right. is how yeah, I. And, and you got to kind of have that with the writer mm-hmm. and the in the director or the producer where you're like, oh, I understand what you see. So, and then like you right. add and your I'll twist sit down to with it. Them. I'll sit down with them and I'll tell them what I see. But I'll also ask them that they allow me to, you know, um, if there's a certain scene that I that I think that this is what I was really feeling uh-huh. and I can relate that to them, then that's fine too. But to just to do the whole thing myself, no, thank you. Right. Well, I think with your backgrounds and things, I think you will be able to set it up to get, you know what I mean? I think it kind of goes. And especially, how long did it take you to write something like that? You wrote a, so you wrote for 15 um, characters. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, so. I, it, it's, it's strange. Um, it's, it's been this way from the first day. Um, you know, just a small testimony about it. It's like with Dream, for example. Dream was the very first thing I ever wrote. Right. 
So, like I said, my grandmother had passed. It was two years later, and I'm still dealing with that. And um, I remember, you know, I was in a bad place, and I remember, you know, it's like God was saying, go sit down, sit at this desk. Right. So I'm sitting at that desk, and I wrote that book in two days on a weekend, on a Saturday and Sunday, crying the whole time. Oh, wow. Crying the whole time. How many pages was that? So since that point, I write stuff pretty quickly. Because once I get started, I don't know how to quit. My mind won't shut down. I'll wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm writing other stuff. I'll I'll finish it and think I'm done. Hand it to, for example, to um, Tony Nicole. And I say, read it, tell me what you think. And then she gives it back, gives me the output. And then I'm writing it again. Mm-hmm. So I have to make myself stop, right? Because yeah. I see certain things, my mind is always going, and I got to get it to shut down. Uh, I have so that problem will, as a producer. I will close it and put it in the corner. <laughs> I, I'll I'll shut something down because I feel like I'm tired, and then I I can't go to sleep though. I like sleep for an hour, and I wake up, and I'm like, I know how to do it now. And they're like, Why are you working at three? <laughs> and you're like, I know how to do it now. It wasn't yeah, right before, exactly. and you're like, What are you like? You were sleeping for an hour. You're like, I know that's all it took. <laughs> They're like, yep, I can't it. until it's done. But let me ask you this. How many, um, so how many pages was Dream? Dream was about 200 pages. Oof. You wrote that in two days. Mm-hmm. And then got yeah. it published. On a, on a weekend. Wow. On a weekend. I mean, that's and it's funny to how it. that And that's funny how it, it, it started with that. It was like, um, I, I finished the book, and I'm sitting there looking at it, and I was like, well, what the... Excuse my language. Like, what the hell did I do with this? Yeah. You know, I wrote it, but what did I do with it? Right. So I remembered in South Carolina, in the state of South Carolina, I had a friend who, um, um, and in and in Atlanta, they had their own publishing thing and they did their thing. So I sent the book to them. I said, "Can I read it and just tell me what to do with this?" And so one particular person called me back, just bawling. I'm like, "What in the world? Was it that bad?" <laughs> just crying. I mean, just crying. Do I, I quit now, myself, Dang. Oh God, I'm so sorry. This must have been the this must have been the worst book ever. Yeah, this and is... come to find out, it was um, it was a blessing to her. Said you got to you got to print this, and they did it all. I didn't do basically anything. Oh wow! So that's always the best. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that's means somebody believed in your project. That's why when they when they take over the whole thing, that's means someone believed in you. Took over the whole thing. Yep. Took over the whole thing. I did absolutely nothing. And that's where you want to be at, though. And that's the people you want to surround yourself with, too. For independent artists exactly. who don't know, and that's like what you kind of touched on earlier, too, which is uh, I bring this up randomly on the shows, and, and this is what I say. is like, stop worrying. Everybody's not going to fuck with you. Oh, sorry, for lack of a better term. Sorry, I know you're a pastor. You got the church people. This is public radio, so these are just <laughs> these are my views and expressions of just the host and me. Just myself. These are not the views and expressions of Robert Grant or any of his plays and music. <laughs> Sorry about that. But I'm like, yo, people aren't gonna um people aren't gonna mess with you. Stop stop worrying about it. Stop fighting those people to mess with you and focus on the people that do because you're gonna mess around and lose the people that do mess with you trying to fight with these people who don't even wanna be around. They're just like so you got to watch with that, and that's that's where you want to keep the people who really believe in your project. And when you see something like that, that's when you know. You know, you're just like, hey, can you just mm-hmm. see what's happening with this? What do you think about this? And they're like, we need this yeah. now, and we're going to do it for you. And you're like, what? All of it? And you're like, yes, all of this. We're doing it for you. We need This needs to be out. So that speaks for itself, and that's a... 
I mean, a divine intervention, word not to sound crazy, but you know what I'm saying? When God steps in like that, it's crazy whenever you see some of that stuff that happens for a reason. When you're like, I never even thought about writing a book, and let alone it getting published. And then that leading to you wanting to write screenplays and doing other stuff, too, where you're like, man, I could write movies. Because mm-hmm. writing 200 pages in two days is a lot, especially to make it all make sense. Whenever you're emotionally in something too you know what i mean you know right. you when you get emotional about something you could go write some stuff but you got to go back and like i gotta take some of this out <laughs> i was i was in my feelings i had to move some of this around i had to put this the way that it should be and things like that so i think that that really speaks to the kind of writer that you are and and that's super dope and it's also very dope to be able to be a writer and give away your project to a director without being like super freaked out about it you know what i mean no because a lot of people hold their stuff like nah this is how i wrote it (laughs) (laughs) whenever you need to you hey you a director good all right cool i'm gonna i'm gonna do the acting you do that we all gonna be we all gonna win and that is that's the voltron movement is what i call it up here i'm like everybody i don't know what I call it a Voltron movement, and I know this is the oh, wrong. I know it's the wrong name, but like I don't know if you're familiar with like the Power Rangers. Oh yeah, where it was like yeah, all of them were like they were all could kick ass by themselves, but when they started losing, mm-hmm. they joined together into a robot, and they all played one right. part. Like I'm the leg, I'm the arm, I'm the right. body, and we all and they win every time. And that's what I tell people, exactly. and I know it wasn't mm-hmm. called Voltron, but you can get that. That's the robot. Like you turn into the robot, like you be a. You hold your own on your own, but you also could turn exactly. into this robot. If we start losing, we gonna join together and still gonna win because that's the way it should be. I think, and that's why you know, like you were saying, with building your community and building the people, like yo, build it up. Where I would rather build you up and you be the boss of something, like, and also like you said, where I don't want to do all the work. Also, which is what you don't really tell people, but I don't want to do all the work, like. Yo, Yo, step up and take this job. You uh, you want to be the director? Yo, you could be the director. I'll play this part. Mm-hmm. You play that part, and then we can all still, we all win, and everybody gets to play their own part, though, where, you know, you right. still feel like you were a part of it, and you still get your own, where, you know, people start getting that that negative energy when they work with you, when they, oh, you're getting bigger than I am, or you're getting, you know, I'm not doing as much as you are, and they start feeling... You know, kind of like, oh, well, this stuff is kind of passing me and I'm missing it. And then not knowing, you know, when you're like, yo, there's a team. We got you. Mm-hmm. Because if you fall, right. and it's a thing, I think Dame Dash said this a long time ago, which is really funny because he's, I think, is not in very well right now in the industry. But he was like, yo, if you if you help your mans eat and everybody on your team knows how to do you know, is doing something. If one person falls off, it's going to be nothing for a, a, for your whole team to give somebody a little bit of something to get him back on. Like everybody has right. their own. So everybody could give a little to put one of y'all back on. If you fall off, we can help you. But you got to make sure everybody is contributing and actually, you know, providing like content and substance to the group as a whole. You know what I mean? Because... We talk about that over here all the time where you're like, dude, if you're not part of the team, then you kind of you're like you're not part of the team. The rules don't apply to you if you're not in. 
You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people want to be saved by the rules of people doing good business and being humble. Where you're like, you do good business and you're going to do what you're supposed to do. And they count on us to do what we're supposed to do. And then they go and screw around and don't do it because they're like, oh, well, he's not going to, you're not going to fire me or kick me out for this because, you know, we're friends or whatever. And you're like, dude, if you don't play the game, you can't be saved by the rules of that game. Right. And that's just how it is, where it is. Like, you know, you want to be a part of the team, you got to be a part of the team. If you're not part of the team, then you can't expect to be treated like part of the team. Right. And I think that that's, you know, I think that that's really important to tell me, but I think everybody should feel part of the team. And I don't think, you know, like you were saying, with the, like, you know, it's just like, don't wait to hate on the next man, you know. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there with the with the crabs in the barrel. I think Jay Z did that daggone line down there, down there, and y'all care. I know I didn't make it. Oh no, that was in that was on my way, and I still didn't make it. That was in Norfolk. But he's like crabs in the barrel. I don't know. You gotta watch it yourselves. I can't quote Jay Z on the air. I'm not getting sued. <laughs> you can only do four bars. I don't know. Y'all listen to that. Whatever he said, but. We got Robert Grant on the air. It's fxbgpublicradio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Um, Robert Grant's out there in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's got Beautiful, the stage play, coming out. That's coming out September 21st? Yes, sir. September 21st. Oh, I was on it because I didn't have that one pulled up. But, yeah, that's coming up. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? We got maybe like 10 minutes left of the show. Um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm your guest. Whatever you want to talk about, man. Nah, you're... <laughs> I'm your but, guest. Um, this is your show. Uh, <laughs> Tonight yeah, it's yeah. your show. But, this is um, your episode. So whatever you want to bring up, do you got something? And and you do the inspirational words too. We got ten minutes. Why don't you tell some? Like, what have you been talking about this week that you think has been kind of inspiring you to keep going? Um, nothing today. <laughs> you know, I think mostly I just been really focused on this, this getting this play moving, getting everything done. Um, contacting the right people I need to talk to for us resources and things of that nature, um, helping other people out with their projects, you know, whether it's um, a photo shoot or graphic, you know, creating a flyer for them. I'm just staying busy, man. Just just keep busy. Yeah, that's what you always want to do. Yeah, just stay busy. Well, that's awesome. You know, I, 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 oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not that person that can just sit around all day. That ain't, that's not me. Oh, nah, that's a, you got the hummingbirds too, relax syndrome. That's ah. they say. I always tell you this, I think a hummingbird's too relaxed. They're like, you be doing too much. I'm like, that hummingbird is lazy. That's why you think this. <laughs> like, hummingbirds are like the the fastest moving, I don't know, their heartbeats, I don't know. It's some stupid metaphor I thought made sense at one point, but I still say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I still say it. I don't know. I can't. I can't debate the facts with you on that. But I, I'm pretty sure, like hummingbirds' heartbeats I'm faster than anybody's. You, I am praying for you. Oh, you please for do. You. I'm gonna need I'm it. For you. I'm gonna need it. <laughs> I hope it makes sense. You know, when you make up a metaphor, but you you just say it like it's a fact to somebody, just because you're like, I don't even know, but I'm just. I already said it, so I'm sticking with it. <laughs> so you're gonna stick with it. I'm 100. Until somebody else make it believable. Nobody else okay. told me it was wrong, though. That's why. So they just right. rode with it. They just were like, all right. And then now I'm like, yeah, telling other people. And they're like, I think that's wrong. And you're like, I don't know the facts of that. So it could be 50-50 whether that's right or wrong. But apparently hummingbirds move, like, faster than normal people. And they're never, like, they never sit down or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look that up tonight now that I said that. I'll get back to you guys with that on Friday. 
Um, <laughs> yo, oh, well, since, yeah, since we come to this point, actually, too, we should mention that you guys should check out all the other shows on the FXBG Public Radio Network. Um, we got, I'm on the uh, Dizzy Thoughts and Right Side Radio on Friday, co-hosting, kind of just all up in their mix. If you want your manager not in your radio show, don't come here, because I'm going to be all up in your show. Um, that's a death row reference. Um, second, what else? Oh, check out Madman Lowercase on the YouTube and check out Dizzy Thoughts Ace Bully on YouTube. These guys got some funny jokes and things going back and forth. I think that's going to be brought back up this Friday. Make sure you guys check out Connected.net. That's Connected with a K. That's out there in Charlotte, North Carolina. They do the Queen City Awards every year. Give away the scholarships. You guys go buy your Connected gear over there. 25% of all proceeds go to scholarships. Like... I think they gave away 25 last year, 25 scholarships to kids to go to dance schools and other art schools down in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. So, guys, make sure you guys check out Connected.net and shout out Kevin. He's always a super cool dude. Um, shout out JT, Enterprise Management, um, Tony Nicole, um, everybody over there for always sending me fine guests over here to our show. And big woo radio sorry almost um i know what that was i was just reading something just popped up on my screen sorry uh -huh. big woo okay. radio also they had me out there a couple weeks ago we were on there with duck and then you guys could check out um the friday oh that was what what day is that on the tuesday night show their tuesday night show i can't remember what the name is oh the explicitly content show so you guys i think that that's actually wrong what i just said but they you know what i'm talking about and you guys can check that out or there but um, we're on the phone right now. We still Do we still got you on the phone? Oh, I'm still here. I'm still oh, here. right. So we got Robert Grant on the phone. He's the director. Um, he's got a beautiful coming out the stage play coming out um, September 21st. Right? Exactly. September 21st. So you guys, p.m. Oh, well, that's going to be dope. That's going to be down there. Where are you guys doing that? Did you, did you already pick um, a venue? This, this is going to be this is gonna be in a city called Forest City, North Carolina. Uh-huh. Um, at the beautiful Oshie Community College. Um, it's an amazing building, amazing place. So, Are you guys doing um, one show? Are you doing I'm multiple sorry? shows? Are you doing multiple shows? And, and are you no, doing one no, show? No, no, no. This is one show for... Um, this is our very first one, so this would be just one show. Wow. Um, wow. Our plan is to be doing um, multiple shows. Um, this is not going to be the only one. Actually, there's pretty much two that's going to be running simultaneously almost. Um, there's another one called Champion that we got coming as well. So it's going to be multiple. It's Are you be... going to be um, having video production on these? I'm working on that. I, I am. That is the plan. Um, actually, I have to. Um, I think um, if Mr. you're only Cole doing one that show. done for me. So, so I have to follow the boss lady's instructions. So you know yeah. how that goes. Well, just let me know, man. That's what we do around this way. So if you need help with some video production and stuff on that, because that's not coming up until September, so we could probably make something happen. With right. That. But, yeah, because okay. you definitely well, need a couple um, of angles. If you're only doing one show, you probably need at least, like, I mean, we'll talk about this off air. That's not <laughs> I'm not going to talk business. We're not going to give away any trade secrets. No more trade secrets for y'all. <laughs> this is this is behind-the-scenes talk. <laughs> but, um, well, Mr. Grant, um, I'm a, we're going to get off here. We're going to leave out of here a few okay. minutes early. We got four more minutes left, but I believe we have reached our our limit. 
Okay. Well, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to have a little bit of your time, and um, I'm grateful for that. And um, also say thank you to Mr. JT. Always looking out for a brother. Okay. Oh, man, thank you. Mr. Robert Grant on our show, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Grant, thank you so much for coming. He's from North Carolina. And I'm definitely going to hit you up on the things and talk to JT about seeing what we can help you out with on your project. Yeah, do that. Do that. Well, thank you for coming on the show. I'm going to finish with the promo, and then we'll jump off of here. All right, man. Take care now. Thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Grant. It's fxbgpublicradio.com below the deck. I'm Nick as always. Are you pushing buttons over there, EK? You ready to get me on my out? Well, what else do we got? Nothing. I got nothing else for you. Robert Grant was on the phone. Thank you, JT, Enterprise Management, um, Big Woo Radio, everybody else down there who sends me these fine guests. Um, You guys make sure you check out uh, Mr. Robert Grant's plays coming out September 24th. September 21st called Beautiful. It's a stage play. That'll be done down there in North Carolina. Um, you guys check us out on Friday. I'll be back on Friday in here with the double, you know, the double header back to back. I got three minutes to talk promo. What else I got to promo? Nothing. Let's get out of here. EK, can you hit that button for me? It's fxbgpublicradio.com below the deck. I'm Nick as always, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Stupid.